0: Hello everyone, welcome to Yashoda Hospital's online segment, The Health Talk Session. The average heart disease age in India is more youthful now, recorded within the age bracket 40 to 50 years. Unfortunately, it's not just a heart disease. Therefore, it's time we take notice and discuss on this topic. Do post your queries on this topic and we'll get them answered shortly. I'm Dr. Lakshmi and today we have with us Dr. G. Ramesh, Consulted Interventional Cardiologist from Yashoda Hospitals, Sekindrabad. Welcome, sir. Hello. So, sir, while increasing heart disease has been prevalent and more observable over the last decade and more so uh, in the last year, so what is the recent trend you've noticed in your clinical practice?
1: So, initially, in India, the most common diseases used to be communicable diseases. Presently, the number one cause of uh, death or killer disease in in world, definitely in India or Asian uh, population would be coronary artery disease or basically heart, heart disease which is producing heart attacks. Uh, there are two changes in, compared to the previous one. One, lot of females are getting affected or female population is getting affected. Number two, a lot of younger age group people are getting affected. By younger age group, I mean less than 40 years. A third trend which we are noticing recently is post-COVID patients, most of these patients are having some form of heart disease. We will discuss it as we go
0: most of the patients will be suffering a silent heart attack that means they will just collapse without any symptoms or without any warning signs so what do you think the risk factors in these patients could be
1: most common cause of silent heart attack is a diabetic patient sometimes old age is also a risk factor and females again so as i told uh, presently, the, the female population has got uh, increase in heart diseases compared with the uh, male population. So, in these patients, again, they can have very atypical symptoms. I have already mentioned about the typical symptoms which are central pain. See, many times we get younger patients coming with pain in the left hand. But I will tell you one thing. Purely pain in the left hand is very unlikely to be heart disease. Most of the time, the pain is in the center of the chest. It can radiate to the hand, but does not mean that every patient with the pain in the hand will be having heart disease. So, let's not be paranoid about pain in the hands, many many, many times we get these patients. Second thing is in atypical symptoms, this typical symptom is pain in the center of the chest with shortness of breath. Atypical symptom is they can have very uh, symptoms only in the jaw, symptoms only in the back, symptoms only in the abdomen. Second thing, they can have some giddiness. Third thing is they can have palpitations. These are all vague symptoms. Sometimes with a massive anaerobic patient can just fall down without having any symptom. So many atypical symptoms can be there but these are all present in mostly diabetic patients.
0: So moving to the next question, we've got Mr. Sundar from Warangal. He wants to know that his, both his parents are suffering with heart diseases and he is at increased risk to develop this
1: patient has got family history of heart disease in the form of males or, or father or uh, mother having this heart disease so by by father or mother we mean if a father has got a heart disease or a heart attack which is less than 60 years and uh, uh, mother has got heart disease less than 55 years then we consider it as significant so it does not mean that if father or mother has got heart disease at the age of 70 it is significant it's not too important but what is important is family history means any male with family history of heart disease less than 60 years Family history of heart disease with less than 50 years, either uh, mother or father. If the patient has got uh, parents with this sort of uh, uh, family history, then he needs to go for a definite regular checkup, particularly in treadmill test, eco or uh, some other investigation. So his risk would be. We cannot quantify the risk, but risk could be dependent on his his uh, uh, risk factors also. If the patient is already a diabetic, if the patient is already a smoker, then this could be very very high. If the patient is non-diabetic, very fit person, probably the risk could be little less.
0: Although there is no definitive age to experience a heart attack, we have seen the younger population getting affected with the heart disease in the recent trends. So, sir, what do you think the reason for this could be?
1: See, if I have to tell you, the single most common cause of heart attack in a young person would be smoking. If someone is listening to this, I would suggest you quit smoking immediately. Uh, the single most common cause of death in a patient is less than 40 years with heart attack would be a smoker. If a young fellow collapses, I can assure you that fellow would be a smoker. This is, this is, it is, that is, smoking is that bad. First point. Second point, I was mentioning the modifiable risk factors. So, modifiable risk factors are diabetes, hypertension, obesity, high cholesterol, these sort of things. Sedentary lifestyle. So, young patients, many of these patients nowadays are smokers or they are having sedentary lifestyle. Most of them are sitting at, uh, you know, computers and working their way. So, these, these are all high risk factors. So, sedentary lifestyle, smoking, in addition to stress and pollution, probably these would be the four major risk factors in young patients. And this probably is the most common cause of heart attacks. This is first point. The second point is there are some subset of population. If you have heard about a, a Swedish footballer who fell down in the, uh, the football ground uh, with a, this thing, that is not a heart attack, that is an arrhythmia that is secondary to congenital problem. So, if someone can have a congenital arrhythmia, that needs a separate uh, subset of treatment, that's a separate thing. But general heart attack, young patients with heart attacks, these are all the risk factors. Uh, Recently, we are finding COVID patients So, again, there is a point about vaccination. We have not at least personally found too many patients with uh, post-vaccination having heart attacks. So, let there not be any confusion about it. Having said that, COVID per se increases the risk of heart disease. So, these patients, again, young patients can have more uh, heart disease or heart attacks compared to the non-COVID patients.
0: Do post your queries on the topic heart disease and we'll get them answered shortly. So, sir, I think this is one of the most common questions we've received from our audience. They want to know when can one start exercising after undergoing treatment for heart disease or heart attack
1: okay so there are there are two queries in this one is once the patient has underwent a stent when should he go for exercise second if the patient has got a heart attack when should he go for an exercise so if the patient has underwent a stent then generally, he can go for an exercise or his routine activities after a couple of weeks. Though there are no different guidelines as such, many times we allow the patients to slowly start their work. So, the whole thing is based on his LV function or the heart functioning. But in heart functioning bound, patients immediately work. Be so, that is one week, ten days so, heart attack patients work at least one month better. This is the first point. Second, well, doctor and cardiologist consult heart, heart functioning is all on so the way to choose and decide also. One heart function is not very vigorous, heavy works. So, work definitely cardiologist Heart functioning normal, general works. So, heart attack bad, so minimum one month so, sir, talking about recovery after
0: undergoing a surgery or any treatment for heart disease, when can one start working after this?
1: If it is post-stenting with a normal LV function or heart functioning he can sort of immediately resume his work after a week or 10 days without any problem, but after consulting his cardiologist. Number two, if it is a post-bypass surgery, most of them will have a little bad disease for which they would have gone for a bypass surgery. So, again, probably wait for a month or two at least before you go for your your, uh, jobs. Uh, But again, here you have to check your heart functioning, see your valve functionings, and then take the opinion of your cardiologist and then go ahead and do it. Suppose it is post heart attack, definitely at least a month of waiting would be better before we recheck the echo and echo and heart functioning, uh, How do we? how is the heart functioning? We check the echo and then go ahead and uh, advise them for uh, routine activity or the job.
0: Do post your queries on the topic heart disease and we will get them answered by the doctors here. So moving to the next question, we've got Mr. Prashant from Tirupati. He wants to know if he can start taking aspirin to prevent a heart attack in future.
1: Yeah, it's a very nice question. So many times people want to prevent heart diseases so they want to take some medicines. Uh, But the role of aspirin or any other blood thinners in prevention of heart disease is not very clear in non-diabetic patients, first point. So in a non-diabetic patient, there is no role of taking any blood thinners, including aspirin. In a diabetic patient, If the patient is a male and has got some other risk factors, definitely they can start taking aspirin after the age of 40. To summarize, aspirin can be taken in patients who are diabetics above the age of 40 if they are males with additional risk factors. In females, if the patient does not have, patient has only diabetes without any risk factors, the role is not clear. If if, if a female patient is there who is a diabetic with risk factors, she can also start taking aspirin. So, in non diabetics, there is no role of taking aspirin.
0: So sir, talking about aspirin and other medications for the heart disease, how long do you think one should take these medicines for? Is it lifelong or only until they start to feel better?
1: Okay, so many of these patients, if they have underwent stenting, then obviously they would need to take medicines lifelong. Having said that, initially the medicines would be a little bit more. But after that, after a year or so, the number of medicines would come down. But most of the time, post stenting or post heart attack, at least they would need one blood thinner and one cholesterol medicine, probably both together in a single tablet. So they should not, I would suggest they should not worry about taking this medication. The number of tablets would be very less after a year, but they should continue to take lifelong.
0: So moving to the next question, we've got Mr. Dharmesh from Nagar. He wants to know, can he have a glass of red wine to keep the heart disease away? Because most of us know that heavy drinking is linked to poor health outcomes
1: smoking and probably alcohol these two are the number one risk factors for prevention of heart disease so we need to stop smoking and stop taking alcohol regarding red wine <coughs> previously people used to always believe that taking uh, low dosages of alcohol or red wine would benefit having said that there is no clear data uh, that this definitely benefits the the apparent benefit of alcohol was thought to be because of its antioxidant effect or red wine was because of antioxidant effect but there is no data to suggest red wine helps to prevent heart disease.
0: So sir in a new study vegan and vegetarian diets were linked to a higher risk for hemorrhagic stroke but were at a lower risk for a cardiovascular disease. What do you have to say? Do you think that non-vegetarians are at a higher risk when compared to vegetarians?
1: There is no real data to say vegetarians are at lower risk but I would say like this if your calorie intake is less probably you are less obese your cholesterol levels probably are at normal levels, your other risk factors are at control, so possibly in that way that would benefit. But there is no, uh, if you are taking a lot of red meat or something, obviously you are at higher risk, uh, definitely, so you are obese and you are, your bad cholesterol is high. Uh, to So to say that there are three types of cholesterol, I am sure all of you know. And the good cholesterol is the HDL, the bad is the LDL, the ugly cholesterol is triglyceride. In Indian or Asian subset, the ugly cholesterol is very high. Many of these patients, we find that the bad cholesterol is normal, but the ugly cholesterol is very high. If you are taking a lot of, uh, you know, uh, mutton or something like this, so a lot of oily food, then obviously you are, you are going to have very high ugly cholesterol. Having said that, um, vegetarians if they are even vegetarians, if they are not go- following diet properly, if they're taking a lot of oil and ghee, obviously it's not very good. So, vegetarian is good if you are controlled in your diet.
0: So, moving to the next question, we've got Mr. Teja from Vijaywada. He wants to know: can a person get a heart attack for the second time?
1: Um, okay, sir. Heart attack is obviously, we can risk factors. Are so, risk factors controlled by కాబట్టి ఒక్కసారే హార్ట్ అటాక్ వచ్చిన వాళ్ళకి రెండో హార్ట్ అటాక్ వచ్చే రిస్క్ డబుల్ ఉంటుంది సో మీరు కంట్రోల్ పెట్టుకుంటే రిస్క్ if you do positive. angiogram, symptoms. 80% of diabetes symptoms हु। So, diabetics is already a previous heart attack. So, we heart attack is a double Even diabetic patients, you already a heart attack. So, particularly diabetic patients, if you not regular check
0: so, Sir, talking about regular checkups, which I think most of us ignore them, how often do you think one should undergo these tests or get the regular checkups done?
1: General advice would be any patient or person above the age of 40 definitely should go for, should go for regular checkups. So, how frequently? If the patient is a diabetic or if the person is a diabetic, definitely once in a year. Non-diabetic persons, probably once in a couple of years. This is very important. This is one thing which will really save your life. Because many times, as I've mentioned already, 80% of these times, particularly diabetics, they don't have symptoms. Even in non-diabetics, the symptoms can be atypical. So, this is how we miss heart disease. So, best thing would be yearly heart checkup. By heart checkup, I mean ECG, eco and treadmill. Many times it does happen that we are getting patients or people who, who got only ECG and eco and they tell me they are normal. So let us, let us remember, a treadmill is a must for most of these people. Without a treadmill, the information would be inadequate. So my suggestion is go for a health checkup, which includes a treadmill, once you are above the age of 40. If you are a diabetic, definitely once in a year. If you are non-diabetic, probably once in a couple of years. Second point, if you have got family history, definitely you should go for a health checkup uh, after the age of 40 years.
0: So, sir, now that we understand that COVID-19 can greatly impact the blood vessels and cause heart diseases, what do you have to say about heart attack and COVID-19? Because most of our viewers are asking us this question. Does COVID-19 cause a heart disease in future?
1: No, infection with COVID increases heart disease. So by heart disease, I mean there is a varied spectrum of heart diseases. One is it can increase the risk of clotting, both in the vessels of the lungs, vessels of the heart, vessels of the brain. So definitely we have found a lot more heart attacks post-COVID. There is no doubt about it. One is increased clots, either in the brain or lung or heart vessels, producing heart attacks or clots in the lungs. Number two, reduced functioning of the heart because of the inflammation of the heart. Number three, irregular heart beating or, or arrhythmia, secondary to COVID infection. So the three types of things, particularly we are worried about heart attacks post-COVID. Definitely there is increased risk of heart attacks post-COVID.
0: So sir, when do you recommend that one should take the COVID vaccine after undergoing a heart surgery?
1: Yeah. So, though there is no clear data in this, general advice would be to wait for a couple of weeks to a month's time before uh, taking vaccination after you undergo a heart stenting or heart surgery. But uh, remember, don't stop your cardiac medicines if you're going to go ahead and take this vaccination.
0: So, sir, before ending this session, what are the general lifestyle modifications one can take up to lower the chances of a heart attack?
1: So, remember, if you're a diabetic, control your diabetes, no doubt. Number two, if you are hypertensive, go for regular checkups and control your hypertension. Number three, if you are obese or if your body mass index is more than what it should be, you should make sure you are, you, are, you are fit. Number four, check your cholesterol levels, and <coughs> try to get them to at least a reasonable levels. Number five, as I have already mentioned multiple times, if you are a smoker or alcoholic, please quit smoking and alcohol. Number six is two things. One, if you are, if you are, not very fit, I would suggest you buy something like a uh, static cycle and go ahead and do cycling. Otherwise, if you are fit enough, I would suggest a brisk walking of 30 to 45 minutes per day. Suppose you are not very fit, you have got knee pains or something like that, probably buy a treadmill or try to do treadmill at home, buy a static cycle, do some cycling. uh, Last but not the least is taking lots of fruits and vegetables. The guidelines, the ACC guidelines suggest we should take three to five servings of fruits and vegetables per day. Many of us don't even take one serving. Cut down on bakery foods and fried foods so many many times I find suggestions to take lots of dry foods I would suggest dry foods are good but just monitor them so monitor the amount of calories which you are taking and then take these uh, foods
0: so this brings us to the end of the session hope all your queries on the topic heart disease were answered do post us what topic you would like to discuss with our expert doctors here thank you for joining us stay safe and take care